Just before we start the show, we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which we live, work and play. We acknowledge their ongoing connection and custodianship for country. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging and their stories and journeys that have led us to where we are today. Let's meet our next guest. Joining us in the studio today is Michael Demosthenes, who is a executive producer, head of TV content at Saatchi and Saatchi Australia. Uh, really excited to have you here for the episode. How are you, Mikey D? Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I was just saying that's probably the longest surname you've had on your podcast, but I'm... It's up there. It's up there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, we'll go straight in today. Um, the icebreaker. So Oreos wants to make the grossest cookie flavor ever. What flavor would you pick? Okay, this is controversial, mm. but I don't rate any kind of mint chocolate. <gasps> Agreed. I just feel like mint should be reserved for brushing your teeth, teeth. Mm-hmm. and like feeling fresh and clean, mm-hmm. not yummy and chocolatey. So yeah, anything with mint, I'm just not a fan. Yeah, like, even uh, mint slices. Nothing oh. mint. Yeah, after dinner mints, I'm like, I'd rather eat nothing. Are you a chocolate person in the fridge or? Out of the fridge. Generally, I am savoury over sweet. Okay. Like, we'll be in a restaurant and then people looking at dessert menu. I'll be like, mm, the cheese platter looks pretty good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but I, I won't knock away chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was your path into advertising? Yeah, that's a... I always find that question really interesting. I ask it of a lot of people as well because mm-hmm. there's so many kind of, like, niche roles in in advertising, and I just wonder who wakes up one day and decides they want to be, you know, uh, that role. Um, yeah. So for me, I took a weird path. So I did a, um, I did a, a law degree um, at university, and straight out of high school, you've got to do a combined degree. So it was a, um, I did a bachelor of laws with a bachelor of media in visual production. Enjoyed both, but always kind of lent more towards the, the media side, um, and. By the time I got to senior year, I've gone, oh, I've gone this far. I've got to finish the law degree. Um, mm-hmm. Did find it a little dry. And then I did a, um, a, a clinical subject where I, where I was um, part of a program where we'd give free legal advice to people who couldn't um, afford it yep. for communities who were disadvantaged. And I found that really fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, maybe I do want to do law. But kind of media always kind of pulled me. I went to a performing arts high school and grew up with lots of creative people and um, really enjoyed, yeah, really enjoyed just being creative. So I was like, I, I do want to get into more versus law, which felt a little dry. Um, I I applied for a script editor position at a television network, mm-hmm. didn't get it. Um, they were really nice to me and they're like, oh, we think you're really great. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. If you thought I was great, you'd give me the job. Exactly. But um, <laughs> they ended up keeping my CV and I, I started working in breakfast television on a breakfast uh, morning show, um, which was really, it was a really exciting place to work, you know. Brutal start, 2.30 a.m. in the morning oh. for a for a 3 a.m. start, but it's just crazy that this engine room starts to fire up and then it's, you know, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, live, 6 a.m., the show starts. Did that for a couple of years. That was a bit of a backwards life. Couldn't do that for too much longer. Friends would be calling at, like, 8 p.m. and I'm in bed. Yeah, because um, how old were you during that time? So that was like my final year of uni. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of working like I'd, I'd be done um, at sunrise and then go straight to 
straight to to uni sometimes, some lectures. Um, But then I saw, uh, I think it's called, it was the AFA, Communications Council Graduate Program. Um, And I applied for that and it was, that was quite interesting. It was like um, The Apprentice, they give you all these like um, different tasks and um, briefs and they see how you work under pressure and um, yeah, got to the next round and then all the agencies come in and you put an agency down as your number one pick and if they put you down as well, then it's a perfect match and you get it and I had only heard of Saatchi and Saatchi so I was like, you know what, I'll put them down Um, and then you got to present yourself to them which was kind of daunting and what did I do? I put myself on trial for... I, no, I put the, the Communications Council on trial for luring me away from a career in law. Anyway, that was my, my hook. They ended up liking it. And yeah, I got it. Into, wow. Yeah, straight into um, a grad program at Saatchi's. And that you meant to do a bit of a rotation. I kind of got placed in account management, mm-hmm. which was great training because you get to see you know, um, all parts of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always kind of much preferred production and then... I ended up making a short film one year and the head of TV was just like, what are you doing in, in business management? Come to TV and, and that's where I the ended up. The rest is history. That's it. <laughs> um, what is something you did when you were younger that you don't do anymore? Something I did when I was younger. Well, my joy in life was going to the video shop. Yep. I, that they, do, they, don't, today, they yeah. don't exist yep. any, anymore. So I guess I can't really do that anymore because they don't <laughs> exist, but... What else did I do when I was a kid? I'd do a lot of, um, I was a big swimmer, so mm-hmm. swimming training and squads after school, which was which was awesome. I really in, enjoyed that. And, you know, I would, <laughs> I was kind of a, a big fish in a small pond. I'd end up being like the swimming champion at my school. Yep. Then I'd go to district and I'd win there. And then I'd go to the next level and I would come dead last, but not just dead last like yep. you know when you're watching the olympics and there's that person from that country who can't swim and everyone's cheering them on because they're so brave that yep. they entered the water so that would be me yeah <laughs> so um yeah the training was really fun but i was kind of doing it after school and then it was getting competitive and people were getting up at 5 a.m and training i was like you know what i'm i'm just doing this for, this fun. Is for fun yeah yeah I'm, I'm not going to the olympics anytime soon so yeah but i would love to get back into it I did the same thing, but I was those 5 a.m. starts. I didn't do it after school because I'm more of a morning person. Right, right. So I was doing those laps, and the second that you got to district, you were the last person. So I know that feeling oh too well. (laughs) Um, Just going on to the next question, um, if you weren't in your current role, what do you think you'd be doing? Yeah, I mean, I guess I probably would have pursued – something with my law degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I know kind of production media has always pulled me, so maybe I would end up in some sort of media law or entertainment law, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, but I'm I'm glad I've ended up where I've ended up. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if you get bored one day, you'll be like, yeah, actually, let's go do legal aid yeah. and I'll just see you there in like 20, yeah. 30 years. If I get bored, maybe I'll just start, <laughs> you know, doing law, which is not boring at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what is something you're proud to say that you've done? I'm proud to say that I've done. It'd um, be a lot. Well, I mean, I've got lots of great family and friends that I'm really proud to say are, are in my life. So yeah. that that's a big one. Mm-hmm. But um, something a little more specific, uh, 
you know, I've written, directed, and produced some short films, which have been really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, um, a really good mate of mine who I went to high school with, we we write um, and direct things together. And a short we made, which was poking a bit of fun at Sydney real estate, um, mm-hmm. ended up winning a best comedy at the Sydney Comedy Festival. Um, what year was that? It was a few years back now. I've I've we've I've got to get back into it. Where um we've gotten a bit um. A bit, a bit lazy. We need to get <laughs> time back. poor. Yeah. We'll go with that word. Yeah, that's that's the one. A bit distracted by other things. But yeah. Yeah, that was a couple of years back, and we do have an idea to like spin that off into like potentially a pilot idea. So really mm-hmm. enjoy. I find that really creatively satiating. Just writing and and mm-hmm. laughing and um, yeah, making shorts. It's fun. So when was the last time that you did a short? Uh, a, a long time ago. I think it was like probably about five years ago now and since then we've just been workshopping and writing ideas yeah yeah oh really cool yeah. um i've actually seen the short so i'm gonna put it in the notes if anyone wants to go see it because oh, okay. it was actually really funny i found it hilarious yeah it was fun um, a bit of fun yeah that's really cool um what's something you can't believe happened to you now i know this story and i can't wait to hear it oh, again the, the over- yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it's pretty funny because we take you know safety really seriously when we're um making uh productions and mm-hmm. yeah there was a particular incident um well over we were shooting overseas this mm-hmm. was during the 2016 Olympics over in South America. We hadn't gone yet, but we were hearing all these horror stories about, you know, Channel 9 had been over there and they got mugged and they stole their film equipment. And and the crew I was going with was getting really nervous. I was like, I don't think we should be going. I was like, no, guys, it'll be cool. Like, it'll be fine. I'll hire security for us. It's going to be fine. And then the Zika virus was a thing back then as well. Wow. And so everyone was kind of wigging out a bit about that. I spent all this time talking everyone off the ledge. And then once we got on the plane, I'm thinking maybe we shouldn't be going over. But once we got there, <laughs> it was fine. We had, you know, two big guys with guns with us the whole time, which was totally overkill. They were just opening the doors for us. I was just telling everyone, see, I told you it'd be fine. Anyway, it got to um, an evening. We were editing in the hotel. We were due to fly out the next day. Mm-hmm. And... I was, it was just, the timing was funny because I was making fun of the person who was worried about going over. I was like, see, I told you it was like, going to be fine. Don't worry. I was like, how silly. Like, aren't you glad we came? How brilliant was this? And then I hear this woman from the production company, the local production company scream, I have to pay some very rough people. And I'm thinking, what is going on? So... What had turned out was that we had been paying a company to look after us, but that company hadn't passed on the funds to the people who were looking after us. Uh, so they thought we were about to bounce and and fly back paid. to Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. So they walked back in. She's like, I'm calling Philippe. And that was the guy with the guns who we paid to look after us. I'm like, no, no, don't call Philippe. <laughs> They're like, is that your laptop? Is that your laptop? So they took all our laptops hostage and we were kind of sitting there. It was pretty intense. Um, we ended up calling and working it out and, you know, there was the, the there was just a, a bank error or whatever. But, um, yeah, still when I see that crew out at, like, production parties and stuff, I'm like, remember that time? We, we were oh held hostage. <laughs> so when you got on the plane home, you were like, 
oh my god thank god I love Australia so much I'm back home I come safe I mean it was now we laugh about it it's, it's yeah. a good story but at the time it was it was pretty intense yeah it was, it was um yeah good times yeah oh my goodness <laughs> um and to wrap up your episode today yes. lastly beyond the title who are you who is Mikey D beyond the title beyond the title I am just a Good Greek boy from Sydney. <laughs> yep. How's that? There it is, with a really long last name. <laughs> yeah, That's what we'll say. One of the longest you'll ever see. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Mikey D, and have a good rest of the day. Thanks so much, Brute. See you later. Thank you. <laughs>